What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to A Certain Point of View here on a Monday evening. Hope everyone is doing absolutely fantastic out there. The start of the week, and you're starting with us. We got some really cool things to talk about tonight. Uh, well, I mean, definition of cool is definitely a little subjective today, depending on where you feel on this news. Um, but we're very excited to talk about all this stuff. As you can see, we're missing one member tonight. Uh, Molly will not be joining us tonight. Uh, she is taking the night off. Star Wars Explained has been going horde lately. So she is, she is taking the night off. It is, uh, I don't know why. There's nothing them. going on. Uh, not, nothing. I mean, it, what's crazy is they're about to get busier in about a month, um, which is going to be even wilder. Um, but yeah, I hope, hope everyone's doing great out there. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. Um, let's go around and see how uh, these two hooligans are doing today. Jill, you're hanging in there? No. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm... I'm very tired. It's only Monday. And uh, I I have more social plans this week than I think I have had the entirety of like all of last year. So, um, you know, uh, one, we were pretty social last year. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's 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 a it's a crazy busy week. I've got one one day of canceled plans last week turned into four new plans for this week. So. Yeah. And then the beautiful view crew just decided, hey, you know what? We want to give you guys QA questions. So we're going to take Jill's only day off this week to record the QA. Do QA, baby. <laughs> oh, we're doing so... it this week? On Thursday, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, so literally my one day, because uh, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going out. I was, uh, I went out to, I was with uh, Jane at Disney. We went to Disneyland on Sunday. The dope ass out. picture. Thank you. Thank you. And then we went to, uh, then I went out with, to dinner at my mom's with my sister and her boyfriend and ate like a big old thick steak. And then I have this today. Tomorrow I'm going to happy hour with one of my bridesmaids who I don't get to see very often because she works in the ER. So she's a busy lady. Wednesday I'm going to Disneyland again. Uh, Thursday is the Q&A. Okay. Friday. You know what? I'm, Friday I'm going to Disneyland. I don't have again. sympathy for you on Wednesday or Friday. Where's and the then, mute button? And then Saturday, Saturday, <laughs> I have a one-year-old birthday party, and then I have some friends coming over, and then Sunday's the Super Bowl. Yeah, but you don't care about football. I don't care about football, no, but I care about the food. So. <laughs> I was gonna say snacks. Snacks, snacks. Uh, that's why. I, that's like also why I've been like dieting because I'm like, I'm gonna be like snacking like this whole week. I got like happy hour tomorrow, and then I'm going to like. It's the Lunar Festival at California Adventure right now, and there's like all these little food stands, and you could get like a little pass where you for like, and you get like little foods, and so I'm gonna be eating a lot this week. Thank you, thanks, Gabby. Oh my God, look at Jake's hair in that picture. It's so old. <laughs> it's literally. It was only a two years ago. No, I had it. I had it this time last year. Chuck, it's Chuck, it's it's three times in one week: Sunday, Wednesday, Friday. Like I said, no sympathy for you, no sympathy. Um, Brian, how about you, man? It's uh, it's it's Monday. I almost said it's Tuesday. It's Monday. How are you? I'm good. I was distracted when we started because I looked at what's trending on Twitter. What's that? What's trending? Who died? Now, uh, what's trending in the United States is things to avoid during sex. Oh. Uh -huh. And well, there's someone put out that could be uh, Andy. five unspoken rules. And some of them are pretty funny. Not going to lie. 
Interesting. Saving for so, house. Yeah. So, to my original question, how are you doing, Ben? <laughs> um, horrible. Is he perusing Twitter? I, yeah, I'm doing horrible. I what have no self control. Oh yeah, that that's oh uh, uh, well that makes sense. That makes you know, sense. we all when have a snack then every now and then, Brian. Aren't you literally yeah. like a month away from a year of the diet too? Yeah, and I'm he's allowed to treat himself. I'm not every no, everyone deserves that for sure. I've been I've been really bad the last like month. I probably have gained a couple pounds. Uh everyone deserves it every once in a while, Brian. It's okay. Well, it doesn't help that you and Gabby are trying to make me fat again. So, uh, yeah, you can, that, you can blame it on us all you want. Hey, That's Brian, feel free to feed me your snacks. I'll eat them for you. I'll be the sacrificial lamb. I'll eat your snacks. They, Jill, the, by the time he tries to get them in the mailbox, they're going to be gone. <laughs> I, yeah, they, I <laughs> ate a whole entire thing of Tim Tams already today, <laughs> as well as these little Coke bottle gummies from germany oh, they're so oh, good those yeah that'll those get that's so what i was in the picture i sent you guys we're gonna have to oh gonna have to, i was looking at the tim jams we're gonna have to rank um some of our favorite obscure candy or something in one that's point. not That'd an be... obscure candy that's that okay i mean you can't really can we... find it everywhere that's what i'm saying i i guess I guess. Like here, you can only find it at World Market, which is where we got that. Oh, I could get it at my grocery store. Wait, oh, really? bottle candy? Yeah. Can you buy that at a regular in Mexican stores? Mexican grocery store? Oh, okay, well, okay. Mexican markets is different than a regular yeah. grocery store. Because the kids eat them all the time at work. Um, I saw these at um, uh, the World Market, and mm -hmm. I was like, I love World Market. I like looking at all the. Uh, product of this place and i'm like i'm gonna be fancy and i'm gonna try yeah. these and i go ham with all the yeah. japanese snacks i was that's all i was looking at yesterday was like the japanese so that stuff. yeah to what we've been planning that might be fun for all of us yeah no reveals, oh, no reveals. yeah that would be fun um especially yeah. with world market um, well you and like i mean i have like a tokyo central right by me that i can just go to so I'm sure you guys have an Asian market. You have to. There's no way you don't. Oh no! Yeah, we have Asian I'm markets sure. everywhere. Yeah, yes, just go right. to just go to Asian market. We get do. Some, we'll get some. Yeah. We'll get some snackage. We'll just say that well, there's something in the works that could be a lot of fun. Uh, for some. Uh, for everyone, Brian. It's for, everyone. for everyone involved. By the way, Andy, you did not supply me with dark chocolate mint Tim Tams. What in the Girl the Scout? Oh, that's what I, that's what I <laughs> ate the whole box of today. It's they are what Thin Mints should be. Oh, that's a bold yes. statement. It's a bold Damn. statement because Thin Mints are phenomenal. These, Damn. I was like, I'm not even hungry and I'm shoving this whole thing in my mouth. And I regret saying that out loud. Yeah. Um, I'm going to soundbite that. Please don't. TikTok, uh, TikTok. TikTok, TikTok. But yeah, I bought. Next, I'm gonna try the caramel ones. I didn't buy those ones though. I bought the original ones because I was like, "What if the mint ones aren't good?" And boy, was I That's wrong. <laughs> so, um, all right. Before we get on a uh... uh, Andy, I think you're right. I think we did get. I think we did get some of the mint ones at my house. Yeah. Okay, sure Tim. Sim, I almost okay to what Tim said. 
those almost came home with me today. Well, Brian, oh, so Brian, hold the on. The green second, tea Brian. Kit Kats. You so no, showing the, the showing the comment. Green tea. So showing the comment doesn't help our audio listeners. Oh yeah, sorry, I forget. Uh, Tim <laughs> saying Japanese Kit Kat, so many varieties. They had a bunch of them that I was sitting there going, "Oh, I might get some of these." Green and I, thank oh God, because I probably would be throwing up right okay, now. Okay, before we get on too much of a candy tangent welcome to our food talk yeah um i don't want to break the show doesn't want to talk about kit kats that's not that's not true we just have some things that i would like to get to and i want to make sure i talk about this first uh blake quick here mentions uh or ask are you all doing a last of a stream this weekend or waiting till next week because it gets released friday um tuesday it was decided about an hour ago that we're going to wait until our regular time on tuesday um so we'll be doing episode four tomorrow and then episode five will be saved for next week on Tuesday. It just makes sense. Um, I uh, Jill and I won't be here this weekend. And the Super Bowl being on Sunday, might as well take the weekend um, and then just get back to it on Tuesday. So you'll see episode five discussion on The Last of Us next Tuesday. Um, thank you for the question, Blake. Very much appreciate it. Uh, all right. So we got a couple things to talk about tonight. We have um, the news from today. That AMC Theaters is officially putting ticket prices on where you sit in the theater. It depends on where your seat lies in the theater. It's all broken up into tiers. Uh, we'll go over that here in just a second. And then we're also going to kind of just um, just openly discuss the DC news that came out last week. Not go through every single piece or, or talk about it all. More so the things that we're kind of looking forward to and the ones that make us the most curious. Um and of course, we'll be keeping an eye on your guys' questions throughout the show. Hit that Streamlabs link. Hit that Super Chat if you guys have any questions or comments. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, but for now, I mean, let's let's get this train rolling on AMC stuff. So AMC is obviously one of the uh, more prominent uh, movie theaters companies in America. Um, they're here on the West Coast, but they're very, very big on the East Coast. It's kind of, I think, I don't, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure it's the main theater chain it pretty much on is, the East yeah. Coast. Um, yeah. We don't have them in Northern California. We only have like one or two. Uh, it's in the bit, they're in the Bay Area. About five. Uh, yeah, they're, majority in, they're definitely more so in the Southern California area. So we don't really get them in Northern We don't have any in Sacramento. The closest one is about two plus hours away. I was going to say, uh, the closest one is near where I grew up in. It's Emeryville, area. right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, like it's San Francisco. Yeah, Berkeley, so, I think maybe. Um, they came out today with some news that uh, they're going to be transitioning into ticket prices that are based on where your seat is at inside the theater. So tickets that are up close right next to the screen are going to be your lowest tier, and then it kind of moves up from there, and then they have kind of a divide in the center seats. I'll go through the tiers here in a second, but I want to get everyone's just initial reaction to this because this sparked... I Go ahead. Sorry. This sparked a conversation online, obviously, because we fit into a space. Oh, my God. We haven't been. Oh, my God. It's been so long. It's been so long since we've had sexy spam. It's ironic that Chuck comes back in the. We get sexy spam. (laughs) Um, So. This kind of lit our Twitter space on fire because we follow so many movie people, so many movie people that are part of our kind of space, obviously, openly talk about this stuff. Um, so just quickly, guys, initial reaction to all of this, the fact that AMC is going to be putting a ticket price on a specific seat in the theater, and it's going to be based on where you are sitting. Jill, why don't you start us off? 
Wait, can uh, I actually ask a question before? Because sure. I vaguely got to see this at work. Uh, so they didn't say the prices of each seat yet, right? They just said it's like... Um, they said the middle. tiers. I don't think they have the exact prices available yet. No. Okay. They I said where sure. which seats are where. So, okay, here, I'll do this. for. Here you go. These price tiers will be uh, offered soon. For example, the highest end preferred tier are in the middle of the theaters and will be priced at a slight premium compared to its standard tier, which the theater chains say will remain the most common choice and will be sold for the traditional cost of a ticket. The third tier is called value, which are seats in the front row of the theater and will cost less than the standard tier. And then it said, Sightline at AMC more closely aligns AMC's seat pricing approach for to that of many other entertainment venues, offering experience-based pricing in another way for movie moviegoers to find value at the movies. So there you go. Take it for what you will. Jill, take it away. Um, um, Andy actually said exactly what I was going to say. Seems a little classist to me. Going to be one hundred percent. Does going to put that yeah. out there? Um, like, like this isn't like an airplane, you know, where you pay more for extra legroom or you know for better services. It's literally just a seat in a theater. Yeah. Um, and like movie theaters are struggling now as it is. Do they think this is going to make more people go to the movies? Cause this is just making me not want to go to the movies anymore. Cause I'm not about to pay $25. Cause, cause we all know how movie theaters like live love to like um, charge <laughs> everything because like a small popcorn is like 1995. Um, so we all know that those like premium seats are probably going to be like 10 bucks more a seat something crazy ridiculous and stupid um and then there is something else in the chat that i was also going to say um from a dino park dan um if we're going to charge by seat proximity then they're going to have to enforce assigned seating good luck which they're not they're not gonna do that like like and so you're gonna get the people that are gonna buy like if it's not a full theater you bet i'm buying the cheap seats and sitting in the center rows like duh like who am i affecting if no one else is in the theater i'm not stealing somebody's seat you know so if it it's stupid i think it's really dumb i think it's kind of on the same playing field as the netflix password sharing bullshit that's it 100 right is. now it 100 like is. companies are just making these really dumb like just talking out of their wallet decisions and they're not looking at the actual market because who, like I said, who in their right mind is going, oh, movie theaters are failing. Let's raise the ticket prices and make mm -hmm. the seatings, the prices based on what seat you get. Because that's going to make people flock to the theater. Like, yeah. it's stupid. It's dumb. I think it's ridiculous. No, I mean, I, I agree. I think uh, obviously they're trying to do this to get more people to the movie theater because theaters have been struggling for a little bit. COVID, I don't think theaters have ever really recovered since COVID. Yeah. Um mm -hmm. And it's in the complete opposite direction. Just like Netflix's password sharing is going to cut their subscribers probably in half. This is going to cut AMC uh, audiences in half because they're going to try to go find a theater chain that isn't doing this. Yeah, I'm not going um, to. A I'm going to not go to AMC strictly because of this. Yeah, like, I, mean, I will go somewhere it's, else. It's very unfortunate, and like you know, it, it just not only do you now have to worry about finding the right seat and and getting an assigned seat because that's what most theaters are these days but now you have to worry about what the ticket prices are like let's say so here's an example i wanted to bring this up and 
This is from Adam Lavick, who was very open about this on Twitter today. But this is what this looks like. Those two seats are different prices on the left. That's ridiculous because that's the Those, s- you're, that's the same viewing. So that is the gold seats are the premium, the high priced ones, and the seat right to the left of it is a different tier that's in so the same dumb. exact row. That's what this looks like, and it's so absolutely dumb. absurd that and I mean, seats in the same row aren't going to be the same price because they're technically not in the center. And here's the problem with this. There are a lot of people out there who would prefer an aisle seat to a middle row seat. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people who would prefer the opposite. And so now it's all based on like, let's say, for example, let's just say hypothetically that the aisle seats were more expensive than the middle seats, which obviously isn't going to be a thing. Um, Those people who like aisle seats who usually get seats because they're available now have to pay more because they're now they're priced differently. It just, it it doesn't make any sense. It makes absolutely no sense as to why this would attract people to the theater rather than push them away. Let's just add it to the ever growing list of businesses making dumb decisions. We got, we got Hasbro, we got AMC, got Netflix. It feels like they're all, it feels like they're all being decided by the same person. Like these dishes, decisions sound and feel like they're coming from the same person. It is so stupid. Stupid, stupid. They're not looking at the consumer. They're just thinking with their pocketbooks. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's not going to help anything. I agree. Brian, can I make up a super chat before you get your thoughts out there? Go ahead. <laughs> Tim Sim, thank you so much for this. Uh, this news from AMC is certainly making going to midnight premieres, early previews of pop culture blockbusters to avoid being spoiled from the get-go, more expensive, if not now, then much later. There's going to be a lot of effects to this. Thank you, Tim, for that. Uh, appreciate that, as always, my man. Um, yeah, it's... I don't know, man. Like, like I... Go ahead. I understand, like, specific screens... So like for so Cinemark, we have Cinemark here in Northern California. That's the prominent theater chain. They have, you know, what's called their XD, which is their big, big screen, big sound, big theater. Then they have the 3D. Then they have the smaller screens. I get pricing those differently. Like that makes sense. If you want to price a 3D movie differently because it does cost a little bit more to make, totally understandable. If you want to price a movie that's in a bigger theater, totally understandable. Just like IMAX. But Think about it like, so an XD ticket costs about 20, 20 bucks. Now you have to worry about where you sit in that XD theater. That ticket can now be close to 30 bucks if you want to sit in the premium seating. Like who's going to spend $30 to go to a movie on top of concessions. Think about families who families of, of four people, two parents, two parents, two kids. That's probably close to a hundred dollars in tickets. And then you want them to buy concessions. They're not going to do that. No, they're not going to go to go see movies. Mm Mm-mm. Dumb. Sorry, Brian, go ahead. This is the dumbest thing <laughs> I have ever heard of. This is so stupid. This is almost as dumb as the Netflix password thing. This, it, it's so, I, I don't even know, like, I feel like this was one of those things like, all right, guys, let's put a bunch of uh, ideas on the wall and throw a dart and whatever land on, that's what we'll try. 
That's literally, it's so dumb. My thing is, hi, Queen. Um, and... For audio listeners, uh, Brian is talking to Abby and she says, pop off, Brian. Pop off. Yeah. I, like, this is going to, why would I want to deal with this? Like, what if I go in a group? If I go in a group of like 10, so for example, Jake and all of us, every Marvel or DC movie or even like big movie, we go in a group. There's usually anywhere between yeah. what? Four and 10 of us. So uh, Avengers Endgame. Any, anywhere from like six to, six to 16 or something. Yeah. Yeah. When we went to Endgame, it was like 20, I think it was 25 people. I had to go and pick up and the, the thing mm. was like this long. Um, and now those would all be priced differently because we sit in one row. That's my thing. If we all went together, so we now have to figure out who wants to pay more. And if someone doesn't want to pay more, and those are the only seats, depending on how expensive it is, are they just not going to go? This is just stupid. This is dumb. And someone said exactly one of the very first things that I thought of when I saw this at work. Where did it go? This. Accessibility. You, you are yeah. trapping people. Okay. What if someone in a wheelchair... Brian, can you read the comment, please? Oh, so, God, sorry, I forgot. Uh, <laughs> Donald Park Dan said, this also brings up an issue with accessibility seating, me thinks. Yeah. Um, Definitely. The wheelchairs, okay? Are we going to price them up because they're in the middle? In, in Generally, their wheelchair accessibility is in a decent spot. They're usually the first row of the second section mm -hmm. is what they yeah. are. Yeah. So are we going to just basically be like, hey, sorry you're in a wheelchair, but you've got really good seating, so we're going to price you up. Well, and then, yeah, in the same in the same main like mindset of that, too, is that those premium seats, because they're more expensive, they're not going to sell first. Those are going to sell no. last. Mm -hmm. So for people who need an aisle seat, whether it's for like a medical medical emergencies or maybe they like suffer some severe claustrophobia or they have a service dog that needs to lay down and like have more space because of the aisle, something like that. Those seats are going to be gone and the, and they're going to be stuck sitting in a center seat or not going to a movie theater at all. You know, so it's, it's, it's that stuff that clearly is not being thought of or even worse was thought of. And they just go, meh, whatever. I just, I can't, I, it's so unbelievable to think that there's someone in the creative room of AMC who walks into a weekly product meeting. And it's it's funny that I'm talking like this because this is what I now do for my job. This is like stuff that I now do for the job that I'm currently working for. Um, someone walked into this room and they're throwing around ideas. Okay, like, all right, like, let's just say, Greg, what 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 is something that you came up with? And this dude pitches an idea. Of Who's Greg? What? It's, he's, it's, uh, a, it's a metaphorical. It, it's actually, it's. Fuck it's, Greg. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Greg, what, what did you come up with this week? Like, is what is something that you've been thinking about? And he goes, what if we price the seatings differently? And this moron who is leading the meeting goes, you just got promoted like two jobs. That's the greatest idea I've ever heard in my life. Dumb. And they effing go through with an idea Dumb. of making anywhere from it $15 to 30 essentially is probably what I'm looking at. I mean, it, 
it's uh, it's unreal to think they're that. not even imax 30 bucks or something like it's gonna be i mean maybe yeah. even if it's five dollars more for a lot of movie theaters right now 15 dollars is cheap yeah we're looking at some places where like 18 19 dollars well and like standard so now it's gonna be is, at like 25 and there's like, also this i'd rather D get a cocktail d train brings this up and he says I, i'm an a-list member and i'm wondering how that affects the a-list members that that you're wasn't talked see, about you're gonna there's see like it's uh, a there's gonna be a discount uh, for a take for him well it's gonna be like your normal price but then maybe like probably like if it's a ten dollar extra it'll be like ooh, it's only five dollars extra now it yeah i i just i don't i don't get the idea of like them thinking this is going to attract people no it's not because they're not the only theater Did they think chain people were going to go like yay prices are different and I, it's different so seats. it's so funny like over the years i have heard such good things about amc and like how how well like how just how great their theaters are and the sound and their uh convenience their their membership which you know all these theater chains started coming out with memberships like five six years ago and the a-list membership was always considered the best and now they make a decision like this and it really makes me think to myself wow i'm really happy that i don't have amc in my area i am really happy that i have cinemark and i don't have to worry about this um it's just it's it's pretty unbelievable to think that we're now getting to a point where we're going to be pricing seats differently. And going back to that chart I showed, it's not even by row. It's it's just where they want to highlight it. It's it's just where they want to put the highlights, essentially. Yeah, if we if we start concert seating movie theaters, that's a problem because Con like concerts I can understand. It's a live performance, you know, like it, that's a, like I get you know, pricing it, it's going to be, if, if Patrick Stump is spitting in my face as he's singing to me, yeah, you're going to be paying extra for that, you know, but like a movie theater where you're seeing like, whether you're close or far, it doesn't really make a difference of the, you know, of what you're seeing on the screen. Yeah. So, I mean, I yeah, there's, I mean, it, it, if that is the future of movies, is concert seating that's terrifies me because look at beyonce's concert that she just started i literally i was watching a tiktok chick wants two thousand dollars for like not even great seats they're decent two thousand dollars plus follow up for keeping that's insane cheap. i mean even taylor swift tried to keep her tickets down and that still was expensive so you're going to start getting, you could potentially see for an event movie, Avengers Endgame, let's say, level, where everyone is trying to get it. I would not be surprised if you saw people trying to scalp tickets now. I don't know if it would be at that limit. If it's a big enough movie. Well, uh, yeah. If it, well, if it people, was still, people still also Endgame. have the option of going to a different theater i mean depending on where they live though depends on how desperate people are to see it if it is something I mean, I, like, I yeah i mean jake i don't know about you but i've never seen anything like how when avengers endgame went down no i like, agree i was, just i don't know if there's enough people looking to scalp movie tickets like there is concert movie, yeah, movie concerts tickets are, are very different because movie if tickets it, you can drive normal, to another movie theater 
Yeah, but like, if, I mean, there's definitely a section of people that do that. But unlike a concert, concerts a one night thing. Movies you can literally go to every day for however, however many times. So like, mm -hmm. it, I, but I, I do hear you in that aspect. Um, I did want to bring up a couple comments right here before we kind of uh, wrap up. This one's from Tim Sam. Thank you, Tim, for the super chat. Thank As you. streaming becomes now more popular with this news, I wonder how many will invest in home theater setups if they can afford it to get the same theater experience without being ripped off. I mean, as someone who has wanted a home theater for 30 years, um, I don't think that'll change. And I don't think the movie theater experience can ever be replicated personally, but people will do what they can. Um, I think you streaming, rich. the rise of streaming has already kind of, um, that's why we're talking about theaters struggling. The rise of stream, Apple Plus, HBO, Disney Plus, Netflix, Paramount, or Paramount and Plus. And I mean, now, video, now like, you can, you can like, you can essentially buy a movie like two weeks after it comes out and yeah. watch it from home. Like I would yeah. much rather do that. I'd rather fork over the 15 bucks mm -hmm. so that me and my partner can both watch it from the comfort of my own home instead of spending freaking $50 for the two of us to go yeah. to the movie theater. Like no, I'm not doing that. Sorry. Yeah. Like um yeah. next comment I wanted to bring up here, the conversation we really haven't had. Uh this one's from Billy. AMC will change this like Netflix and the password stuff. Such negative press will pressure them into changing it back. So what happened to Hasbro and D&D? I have no I, I have no doubt that this will happen. There, yeah. I haven't seen a single person online. And granted, it's a very small space for what I follow. Not a single person is for this. Nobody. No, who would be? I saw yeah. one person. I forget really? who it was. I've, and it's... I don't want to say their name and be no. Wrong. Don't don't publicly out anybody. No. Shame them. Shame but I think them. They're, but I think they're in this chat. Uh, if you're in this just, chat, speak up and explain your reasoning so we can hear someone on the the yeah. Um, hashtag bullying corporations works. It does. <laughs> it does. No, Look at Hasbro and D&D. They went. Thank oh God, Mike. sorry. We effed up. Um, and then next one here comes from Callum. Do you guys think drive-ins could do well with this news? 100% yeah. Callum. I, I honestly it. think over the last five years, um, drive-ins have kind of been starting to make a little bit of a, a If I had the choice, if I had the choice between a movie theater and a drive-in, 9.9 out of 10 times, I'm going to a drive-in. Depends on the movie, but yes. Oh, I don't even care what the movie is. Yeah, it definitely depends on the movie. For me, anyway, for me. Yeah. I mean, I love yeah. the drive-in. Gabby and I, when we were first dating for the first three or four years when we were in Sacramento. You don't have any bias. The drive-in wasn't in the greatest area, but yeah. we have a drive-in in Sacramento, and it's such a cool experience to be able to go there, hang out. I mean, I had I had the Jeep back then, so we'd you know put some pillows and blankets in the back and ah. open the top mm -hmm. off and Get or some drinks. Would, you, get, we, you like would, bring your own food and your own snacks. Yeah, we bring. I, we we would go get ramen before you the movie or whatever. Like be all comfy, cozy, well, and, and it was cool. For you us brought your dog a couple we would times. Bring, we yeah. brought Kylo. We would take Kylo with us, and drive-ins drive are such a cool experience. And and if you have never been able to go to a drive-in, if you ever have the chance, I highly recommend it. Um, and I just I think I would love to see a resurgence of drive-ins. I think it would be really really great. To see drive-ins kind of make a return um yeah I, if just go if you have the chance go go to a drive-in it's very fun go to a drive-in they're fun they are yeah. Bri brian's noise andy what me talking what did no I do you you made a sex joke about me and gabby in the back of the <laughs> car you went, you went mm -hmm. yeah 
<laughs> I, don't even, I don't even remember doing it. <laughs> Just comes naturally at this point. Yeah. Um, I don't even well, when I do half time. Guys, any any final thoughts on this before we wrap it up and move on? I'm sure this won't be the last time we talk about it. Um, I'm curious to see what happens over the next week, two weeks, three weeks, the reception of this, how this kind of affects things. But any final thoughts on on this before we move on? Can't wait to not go to the movies anytime soon. Do you put that up or did I? I didn't touch I it. Didn't, I didn't. I didn't touch anything. Oh, I thought I unclicked it. I had I was going to say this earlier for the argument, but yeah, Sebastian, you're seeing No Way Home resale. That was the that was the one I remember people trying to. I got tickets to, to that resale. two days before the movie came out. Perfectly fine. No need to buy yeah. resale tickets. It was. I mean, yeah. But all right, that's not a thing. Well, we will see over the next few weeks how that uh, that news evolves. Um, but for now, let's go ahead and move on. Let's get into uh, the DC news that was dropped last week by Mr. James Gunn. Again, we're not going to run through every single piece of uh, news that was announced. It's more so going to be us talking about the things that we kind of want to talk about. Um, obviously, Brian and I talked about this at length last week over on Apocflix. Um, but our feelings might have changed since then. Uh, so I'm curious to see where everyone stands. Uh, Jill, I want to start with you, though. So you see all of this. There's 10 projects that are announced, five movies, five television shows. Gabby, you don't even know a wild news. What are you talking about? You have no idea what that even is. <laughs> I they, thank you for her. participating. But that you, I you don't love you. Thanks for reading the chat, um, Gabby. <laughs> uh, Jill, you see all this. And I have a feeling I know where you're going. But um, your reaction to all this and maybe the one thing that stands out the most to you. Uh, uh, first things first, uh, James Gunn doing all of this new DC stuff, 10 out of 10. We love to see it. Uh, I agree. them bringing him in is going to be the best. I don't give a flying F if he reboots everything that we've already seen in the DC. He should. He, he should. should. It's straight up trash. There's been like two good movies in the DCU. I will like, I'm sure people will be like, oh, there's more, but no, like they're not good <laughs> movies. I'm sorry. Cause especially like, and everyone's like, oh, you can't compare them to Marvel films. Yes, you can. They are superhero films. You can easily compare. You, you should be comparing them to Marvel films. And if they're not going to be competing with Marvel films, then they shouldn't be making movies. Like, yeah. I'm sorry hot take or whatever i guess um but batman brave in the bold when do you well, oh my god when james gunn announced that i almost leaped out of my chair because damian wayne that little shit <laughs> i love him to bits and pieces um so i'm so glad we are finally getting him because the fact that we are getting damian wayne means we will most likely be getting a nightwing it's the only thing that makes sense because what's the better. point What's the point of having Damian Wayne if you're not going to have a Nightwing? Which means we're probably going to have like the whole Bat family. You know, we're going to have Batgirl, we're going to have Nightwing, we're going to have it's going to it's going to be great. Um, and meaning we're probably also going to get Talia because you can't have Damian Wayne without Talia. Yeah, make we better. Sense. I mean, yeah. it makes no sense without Talia. Makes no right? sense. Even if even if she's brief, <laughs> even if she's not really there for a lot of it, even if she's in the movie for two minutes, if we get some kind of Talia Al Ghul, I am a happy freaking. Camera. I feel like she needs to be a prominent person. Like I think she should she should be in the movie, like you would see a Raz Al Ghul in the movie. I think she's too important to the story. She's not very important her. to the story. She is, yeah. but like I don't know what they're gonna do with it. They could, you know, no, it's they very could fair. Be whatever. Very fair. But it, the, the we're definitely likely to get the whole, you know, 
that family. Um, well, I mean, James Gunn in the announcement, he came out and said it's a Batman and Robin story. And he said Damian Wayne is his favorite Robin, which is why they're going with it. Um, but a reason why a big reason why they're going with it is because one, it shuts out any sense of an origin for Batman. Yeah, we don't and need two, to see his family die for the 19th time. Yeah. And two, it means the entire Bat family is already out in the world. Because Damien is one of the final members to kind of join the Batman ranks as a Bat family member. He's very much on the younger side. He's a he's on the newish end of a character. Um, you know, Dick Grayson's out there. Jason Todd is out there. Uh, they're all out there. Um, all the Robins are pretty much out there. Batgirl, Batwoman, they're all out there. Um, and it's very exciting. And James Gunn did say, you know, it's going to introduce the Bat family. I'm sure it's not going to introduce every single member. Um, but there's a good chance we could see, but you know, Dick is Jason Todd and... is Jason Todd dead? We will. We is, don't know. We don't are know. We getting, are we getting like before he like? I, I mean, imagine, at this point, if it's da- if it's Damien, I'd imagine Jason's dead. Well, uh, Damien comes after Jason. That's so what I'm saying. So I'm assuming either... Jason would be dead at this point. Well, Spoiler Jason's... alert for anyone who doesn't know the story. That's well, been J- out for oh Jason's either God. dead or he's or he's Red Hood or he's Red Hood. Or there's it's one or the other. He's either yeah. dead or he's Red Hood. Um, or he's a but, baby yeah. Joker running around for all my people who have seen Joker Returns, Batman Beyond. Pa, 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 pa. Um, um, I, either way, it's super exciting just because, you know, if we don't see them in this movie, we know that they have plans to at least showcase some of the Bat family at some point. They wouldn't have mentioned Bat family without. Oh, that was Tim. Tim Drake was in. Tim um, Drake was the Batman Beyond joker there's a lot of robins guys it's hard to keep up sometimes there are a lot of robins you're right a lot yeah. of robins. <clears throat> um but if I, I i blame koi john drew for this because as soon as i saw it I, well because we were talking about it we were talking about it in the chat and we were talking about who should we get to play if oh you know, hold who, on let me bring who, his name up hold on let me go no, i got it it's i know who, I, I got the name i already have the name um because you were talking about it, we're like who could they get to play you know it's a younger kid he's a little shit he's an asshole and I was like, well, they were able to do it with Stranger Things and, you know, um, kick ass. And then not two minutes later, I see Koi John Drew post Aiden Gallagher from Umbrella Academy. And I, my mind blew. And because he's a little shit in Umbrella Academy. He, it, it, puh. Aiden Gallagher for, yes, yes. Do you, I'm curious, Jill, because I think. And I don't know, Brian, I don't know if you have any, do you have any history with Damian Wayne? Like, have you seen or read any of his stories? Uh, not really, but okay, so I might, I might be able to, if you're getting, well, the reason I, I the reason I'm asking is because, um, and I guess this is more related just to Jill. Do you care? Would you care? about his age being a little different from what we see in like the movies and the comics. Like, what do you mean? Like how different are we talking? So in the movies and comics, he's around like when we first meet him and everything, he's he's obviously, yeah, he's he's like eight or 10, right? He's eight or 10 years old. This person that you're talking about probably couldn't play an eight to 10 year old. No, no. I, the thing he's probably playing a 14, which as long as he is, as long as he is under the age of like 16, like I'm cool, cause like, cause the well, whole point of he? 
the actor. Him? I don't even. I don't think he might have just. He's probably close to twenty, but there's no way he's playing a ten-year-old. There's no, no. way. No, no, no. I wouldn't expect. I wouldn't expect him to be ten. I, I'm imagining that that he will be probably fourteen, like kind of like. So going, there's a going through puberty, Damien Way. And the, where there's like a he, so okay. That begs the question. If say let's say he's fourteen, let's put a number on. It. Let's say he's fourteen. Okay. Do you care if it's not an origin of the two of them? No. I don't. So think you, you would you would be okay as a Damian Wayne fan to see them like when we first meet them, they've been Batman and Robin for let's say like two years. Cool. Okay, I'm just curious because cool. there obviously are people out there that like stick to the comics. We need an eight or ten year old to play this character. No, fuck and that. I'm just curious. That's all. No, no, no. Okay. As long as they have, as long as he's not an adult. Yeah. And as long as he's a little shit. Yeah. No, I, I don't totally. care how old he is. Like, like other than the fact, as long as he's not adult, he could be nine. He could be 14. Don't care. I'm he just curious. And a little I have, I have blast. the same feelings. I think, you know, obviously I would love to see a eight to 10 year old, but you also kind of have to think of like audience sake and, you know, kind of getting like some people, there are there's a large group of people out there who go watch films, especially some parents who wouldn't allow their child to go watch a movie where there's an eight to ten year old who is killing slash cursing all over the place. Well, like th- th- they shouldn't be watching superhero movies. Then. I know, but I'm just like, I'm just saying in general, yeah. Like as a producer and and like a writer and a studio exec, that might be hard to pass. And so I was I, that's why I wanted to ask the question of like 14, <sighs> 15 etc chuck i know you're making the hit girl reference but let's not forget kick-ass wasn't super successful in the theaters it wasn't a soup but i agree hit girl's a perfect example but it I just mean, wasn't it. the most the kids it and it it yeah. was a super successful horror yeah. film and they were throwing f-bombs every two seconds they're like shit like they were cursing at 12 like you know it's when you when you give a kid a paycheck the parents sometimes don't give an f what their kids are saying you know yeah. they're working yeah. You know, no, I, I just want to talk about it because it's obviously it's something we have to talk about with, with Damien's age. You know, if he's going to be in that 18 because they mentioned in the announcement that Bruce Wayne didn't know him his first eight to 10 years of his life. No, he doesn't. No, they he never doesn't. they never said anything about, oh, this takes place eight to 10 years after. They just said that he didn't know him. Mm-hmm. So we could be picking up right away or we could be picking up like two, three years down the road after they've been Batman and Robin. So that's cool. That's fine yeah. with me. I'm just happy. I'm happy we're officially, because, like I said, because it is Damien, we are officially getting Bat Family. I agree. I agree. So. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's definitely the one that I'm looking forward to the most, I think. I go back and forth on a few, but I think when it comes down to it, I and I said heart. this, it's just the Nightwing's the number one thing I wanted. And this yeah. giving me just a sliver of hope that that's what we're going to get eventually. Yeah. It makes it the most exciting project for me. Um. I'm curious. I'm. I think it's going to be different and interesting. It's. It's not the typical Batman story that we've had over the last twenty years, which is a huge or thirty years, which is a huge plus. We don't need the same thing over and over again. So. Yeah. Brian, any thoughts on the Brave and the Bold? Or any of the DC uh, announcements? Yeah. Well, well, I know I mean, the one thing he wants to talk about. That's why I asked about the Brave and the Bold. Do it. Uh, I mean, well, Brave and the Bold. I don't know much about it is i mean one thing that i think i like the most um 
that's come out of this is people's interest in reading the source material. They're sold out everywhere. It's sold out everywhere. Every copy of almost every, the authority, Supergirl, all of it, it's all been sold out. Yeah. So I love seeing people getting back into it. Uh, Even like my kids at work are like, did you see this? Like they don't really even understand what's going on, but that now they're just kind of like back into like, Oh, I, I heard it's about it's from a comic that they're going to make into the movie. And I'm like, yeah, it's this one. Go check it out. Oh, I'm totally going to buy it. So mm-hmm. I, I love that they're doing this because I think it's smart. These people make fantastic comic books. Um, I think the thing that I noticed a lot more that James Gunn seems to be doing is working with those people that created these comics. Well, they're in the writer's room for the DCU. Exactly. So, I mean, to be completely honest, Marvel is great and all, but like, they don't do that. Like it's very been, it's very much been their own kind of stuff. So like when I heard that, I was like, oh, wow, they're actually like really going to get into this by getting going to the source, essentially. So I think that that is very respectable, too, to be doing that. Um, I The only one that I have 100% uh, knowledge of via a source material um is um the all-star superman Mm. which is going to be superman legacy uh a a while back i asked people on twitter to give me dc recommendations and billy gave me that one and i read through that if they're going off that that's going to be really good uh like it was i i've never i don't think i've ever read a a superman run before and i did not put that one down until i finished it um i think that that could be something very different and very special if done right and it seems like james gunn is going to make sure that that is done right. Well, it needs I know to we be. want, yeah, and I know, and I know we want as much as we want Henry Cavill and all that stuff. Do we? He, if they're going off of this one, and Billy, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I think Henry Cavill would be a little too old for this specific story they're going for. Um. So if, which they seem to be doing, going, you, sticking very, I was thinking, bless you. <laughs> so, I didn't know if that was a cough or a sneeze. That was a sneeze. <laughs> I was going to say, um, if it, it, he seems, James Gunn seems to be doing a very close following of source materials, at least so far, just by sticking with these writers and whatnot. So in this case, I kind of understand a little bit now why they wouldn't use him. Um, 
Well, he just wants a younger a Superman for for what he's going for, which totally makes sense. Yeah, and I'm saying for this adaptation of this comic, he would be a little too old for it. So I, I'm excited to see what they um, what they do with it because, like I said, that's the only one out of, I mean, the Brave and the Bold, Woman of Tomorrow, Swamp Thing, and I think Paradise Lost. Those are like the ones that are direct. Like here is your source material, whereas like Green Lantern seems to be just more of a. Like well, I, and just just to kind of add on to what Brian's saying, I, they're not going to be direct adaptations. They're no, influences. but they're going to be. Yeah, I mean the same they're, way Marvel yeah. is. Same with Marvel, they, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're they're influences, but they're they're taking those stories and they're going to make them for the big screen, similar to how um, the Last of Us has taken the video game and making it the, for the the TV screen, but shifting it in a way that makes a better story for the TV format. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, real quick, I want to bring up Blake's comment just to clarify here. Blake Quick asked, do you think DC is going to switch between PG-13 and R because the authority should be R-rated? Uh, yes. James Gunn made it it's a James point Gunn. in the video. Yes. He said yeah. in the video that each property will be rated based on what they are going for. So Swamp Thing will probably be rated R. The authority will probably be rated R, etc. <laughs> um, is, that, that was a point that he said is everything will be rated as the story not what the universe is going for so this is the one thing in my opinion that DC will always have an upper hand on when it comes to Marvel this is something Marvel is going to tiptoe into our ratings but it's going to be tiptoeing it's not going to be well, it'll be based on the character. Yeah, but I mean, even look at look at Doctor Strange. Like they fr- they panicked and made it. PG-13. They easily could have made Multiverse of Madness an R rated. hundred percent. Yeah. Whereas Warner Brothers and HBO can do whatever the they want because it's HBO is known as a pretty adult type of. Damian Wayne's first line is going to be "fuck." Yeah. Watch. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean that's at- what that remember that's that was just I'm, I don't mean to cut you off, but when uh, HBO or DC Universe or whatever was doing Titans, the very first trailer for Titans, Dick Grayson, Robin, Brenton Thwaites, the last line of the trailer was him saying the F word. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's going to be a very similar vibe. That's that they're not afraid to do it. DC will always have this upper hand, which may in turn lead to more adults going towards these movies. Maybe that weren't into comic books or something because of just how outlandish they are compared to the Marvel stories. Um, I mean, DC Comics is also a lot more brutal uh, at times. Um, well, so, it's gods and monsters. Exactly. Like the and first chapter is called. Exactly. So because of it being more godlike characters than you're just regular person with a suit or something like that. So if they lean into it. Well, it's James Gunn. Of course he's leaning into it. I know. And I'm saying if they really lean into it, that is something Marvel can't really compete with because at the end of the day, as great as Marvel is, it's Disney. 
it's Disney. And <laughs> Disney is a family company. So it it it's interesting because I mean, look at how su- the Suicide Squad was. Loved it. Was insane. Loved it. Too much for me, but oh. I can recognize that it's a great movie. Just that first scene. So, so good. Yeah. Thanks, James Gunn. But if I'm if I'm being <laughs> well with authority also, give me the fucking knockoff Batman and Superman gay romance that's gonna piss people off that yes. I can't wait for. You love making because people they are basically just gay Batman and Superman, and it is going to be awesome. And I think it's genius that they're using other like big troops before they get to the like justice league type stuff. I think it's a genius move because mm-hmm. we just came off of it, build your foundation. And maybe at some point these two are going to go at each other because the authority isn't that great of people. Oh, I have a feeling they are setting up the authority to be the big bad of justice league. Beautiful. Love it. Or I... whoever, or whatever group we end up seeing first. If yeah. it be justice. League. So, but for me, I know I've been talking most of the time, but you guys have been talking too. Uh, Green Lantern. Yeah, I, I've been waiting for this since the second I got out of the Ryan the Reynolds one. Ryan Reynolds movie. I was like, <laughs> yeah, we need Woof. we need some new stuff. Um, I you could literally build a whole entire universe and just stay in the Green Lantern universe and never touch anything else. It's that big. The stories, they are so good. Uh, uh, that Green Lantern at some point is going to create, guaranteed, a like Thanos type event where it's like these ginormous... James things. Gunn I said mean, it in the announcement. He said the series, the series will be... I don't know the exact verbiage, but he's basically said that it's the stepping stone to what eventually comes in the DCU. Yeah. So I'm saying, um, I mean, I'm going to lose my ever loving mind. The second I see a red lantern on screen, especially Atrocitus. I, I mean, the villains in that, I mean, you have all the different color spectrum rings that do different things. Um, I would not be surprised if at some point you get a Blackest Night like Avengers type event. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And knowing James Gunn is the one that's running it after what we've seen with Guardians gets me that much more excited because he loves clearly that spacey type stuff. And uh, I'm going to need to be hooked up to a ventilator when this stuff comes out as long I as the suit wait. isn't cgi then we're good i mean obviously you'll see a character in cgi in action but you'll see a real suit as long you'll, as you'll see a real suit yeah you'll you'll see a real suit um there's only so i want to quickly just quickly mention creature commandos i am yeah for that show uh i think it's such a cool idea obviously it's gonna be a little different from the comic iteration but we get Weasel back from the Suicide Squad. We get Rick Flagg Sr. Um, a number of other members that are going to be super, super cool. Uh, the Frankenstein, some other characters. Uh, the fact that it's animated, R-rated from James Gunn just makes me excited. 
Swamp Thing obviously comes from the horror factor. Super excited to see that character on screen. Um, and the visuals from that type of movie, I think, are going to be absolutely mind-blowing. But the run that I want to talk about that I just, I'm so hyped for, is my man Booster Gold. Booster Gold. I love this guy so much. Um, the ultimate douchebag. The ultimate douchebag comes from the 25th century uh, back to present day to try to be a superhero, um, steal some tech, kind of lies about his uh, past a little bit. It's um, such a good, like, it's the perfect, like, TV show plot. Yeah, 100%. Like this, 100%. This, it's literally, like, even if it wasn't DC or anything, it is genius for a TV. Yeah. Of <clears throat> the sky from the future wants to be the the hero and yeah. come back in time but well, he he couldn't be a hero in the douche. 25th century he was denied and criticized in the 25th century and then he was like you know what eff it i'm not gonna stay here i'm just gonna travel back in time and become a superhero so um, good i put it out there last week but my two picks for booster gold are glenn powell and zach efron i think they would be perfect oh, i think they would be perfect in the role uh they have a very good uh, eye for playing douchebags. I'll just say that. I mean, look, Glenn Powell is just hangman. Zach Efron's kind of been seen as like the bad boy for a long time. Um, I think that show can be really cool. And obviously it can set up something like Blue and Gold, Booster Gold and Blue Beetle, which we're going to be seeing Blue Beetle later this year. Um, and that's a TV show. I think I know it's going to be really cool. So I'm, ex- I'm excited for that one. I am too. I just love the, like, the idea. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I don't know to i know the basic premise of booster gold like the whole like coming back and all that crap but like i don't know too much beyond that but i mean you can sell me alone on a a loser from the future coming back to present time yeah to try to be a hero but still doesn't really know what the hell he's doing like it's it's perfect it gives me like almost like a like um the boys where it's like someone's it's, stupid i was gonna say it feels it feels very the boys vibe yeah yes. no 100 percent, very much and if they do it like that that'd be very cool um mm-hmm. if anybody wants to see kind of see what brewster gold's about if you're not much of a comic reader he was in smallville go watch the smallville episode um with booster gold he's in a, i think he's in two of them i could be wrong it's obviously very light on booster gold but you kind of get an idea of what they go for and th- just remember it was back in 2011 Kind of a little cheesy, but you do get an idea of what this character is like. Chuck, I love your idea of Jason Sudeikis being Booster Gold. No, that's a rumor, Brian. That's not his idea. That's a rumor. Is rumor is Sudeikis like a... is playing Ted Ted and Blue Beetle. Oh my god, that would be hilarious. Yeah. I, I love that. I absolutely <laughs> love that. Because I kind of want Gwen Powell for... Uh, Hal Jordan, um, Ted Lasso at your as Booster Gold. As, oh my God! Sign me up. Sign me up. No, 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 no. Not as not as Booster Gold, Brian. As Ted Cord, the guy, the creator of the Blue Beetle. Oh no, I don't. Not want not that. as, Booster, him Gold. as Booster Gold. Not as Booster Gold. No, 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 no. No, I want him as Booster Gold. <laughs> Gabby. Gabby finished uh, it last, so she's all about it. Yeah. yeah. Yay. Uh, Jill, um, any other projects that stand out to you that you would like to talk about? Or? Those are really 
Brave the Bold was the one I, that because we, we had talked about on last show when we were talking yeah. about we knew they were going to announce it. And I said they need to announce something that is already a standalone story and a standalone sure. moment. And Brave and the Bold, and as soon as they said Brave and the Bold, I was like, there it is. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Jill, sure. do you, Jill, you don't have any interest or in Swamp Thing, do you? I do because it's spooky. That's so, why I was curious. So I do have I do have an interest in Swamp Thing because I I mean they did with uh Multiverse of Madness, they did get pretty pretty like uncomfortable kind of scary, but like I'm ready for like a just a good old classic horror film in the superhero. Give me world. Swamp Thing in the vein of Werewolf by Night. Yeah. black and white creepy i mean it won't be i doubt it would be they would do the black and white route but give no, me something give me something like old school horror movie in the realm of superhero dumb and we'll need to get an aed for jake and uh jacob if james mangold is going to be the one that does that movie well i mean that's it's basically official james mangold will be directing swamp thing um which they, if, it just if you don't know um all the trades <laughs> i just heard he has interest in it no as far as i know he's directing um and he also tweeted a picture of swamp thing so mm-hmm. uh if you don't know who james mangold is he directed um for v ferrari he directed logan and he's also directing the upcoming indiana jones and the dial of destiny so he's kind of a big time director he's got a he's got um, a resume which is super super cool uh he has just a great eye for that type of stuff, which is going to be really interesting. And that makes me believe that Swamp Thing is probably coming a lot faster than we expected it to. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, all right. Is there any final thing that we would love to, to mention about DC before we uh, wrap up? Anything? Go ahead, Brian, quickly. The one thing that I love is the fact that James Gunn said that the actors that are voicing animated are the ones that are going to come into live action and the live action people might jump to animated. I think that is so freaking awesome that they could imagine being a character and just going back and forth. Like I love it. I think that's so perfect. I think it's genius. And it's like, Wait, why didn't anyone start doing that sooner? Like, I mean, Marvel kind of did it with What If, but kind of, but it wasn't like, everybody. Well, Mar- Marvel, it, and I'm not I like. I think it's great. Just Marvel, they went the multiverse route, and they decided yeah. that their animated shows, each animated show takes place in a different multiverse. That's just yeah. the route they decided to go. I'm yeah. not saying they can't do it, but um, no, I think it's great. Like whoever plays Rick Flag Senior in Creature Commandos we're going to see that person playing in live action and yeah. Frankenstein and, and so on and so on. So it's super cool. Creature Commandos is the only animated project at the moment that we know of. And this is just the first set of content for chapter one. We're going to learn about more stuff down the road. And James Gunn is all for animation. Obviously you can do a lot with animation. Um, and I'm sure HBO is looking for content on that platform anyway. Uh, so it's a really cool add in. And he, like Brian said, he definitely made it a point to make sure that people knew that. And so whoever we see play those characters or voice them, though, those are the characters. Those are the people that will be playing the characters, whether it's animation or live action. So, 
Um, also to what everyone's saying cool. in the chat, yes, to Supergirl, which is funny because for me, when I heard Supergirl directly after hearing Superman, I was like, are you kidding? Like, like set up Superman before you pull in Supergirl. But then I, I have no problem admitting that I don't didn't know it. They talked about the how she is kind of just stuck on this rock mm. and is bitter and stuff like that. Then I was like, oh, I like that. Because then she's not just this immediate like Superman we know. No, he comes in, I'm going to save the day type thing. But she's kind of like a pissed off version of that. And I was well, like... The, yeah, the story, if you just look at the cover of Woman of Tomorrow, she's holding a sword that's pretty much uh-huh. full of blood. Um, the basic uh-huh. story of it is she is really unhappy, pissed off, angry. And she come, some, comes across an alien girl who wants revenge for what has happened to her. And she either has to help her or not. And they essentially go on a revenge tour which is super cool. So love it. Um, I'm actually that I'm probably going to actually read that run and then I'll read. I think I'm more interested in that run right now, to be honest, than brave and the bold. Yeah, no, it's going to be, it's so. going to be, it's very exciting. There's a lot of cool possibilities and like most things here, we'll probably take the time to talk about it here in the future as announcements come and, you know, maybe we do something like castings or whatnot, but for now that's going to wrap up the DC discussion. Um, and the show that is everything we had for you tonight this week um we appreciate you guys everyone who's been watching live commenting along great great interaction tonight we appreciate it guys we didn't touch much on the authority but that's it's uh not something we know a lot about it's going to be something very exciting though because it is going to come relatively soon in the dc lineup um but for now let's go ahead and do some quick plugs and then we'll get out of here brian why don't you start us off where can everyone find you online Oh, you're so kind. Um, you can find me, Bia Valsino, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and come join my book, Cult, on Goodreads. It's just my name. Search out my name. Um, and Apocalypse Movies, where we talked about this literally last week. I don't know what we're doing tomorrow, so don't ask. Tomorrow's up in the air still. It is up in the air. Okay. Uh, and Jill. Uh, Jilly Marie, two Y's, two E's, Twitter and Instagram. Um, I saw some people in the chat asking me, Jill, what's a Disney gang? <laughs> Ask me in the Q&A and I will tell you all about it. <laughs> yeah. Remember when I told everyone about the Q&A this month? Mm-hmm. We'll see. Well, the, the the question portal closed, so we'll see how those questions go. Oh, well. Um, yeah, DM it closed me. yesterday. <laughs> If you guys get in questions tonight, I might let them slide. I might let them slide. You so have I want a question about it, Disney gangs in there. Um, Andy mentioned uh, a weekly update on my Avatar journey because my poll is officially closed. Yes, uh, I'll be, tell I'll us watching, about your Avatar journey. I'll be watching Avatar The Lost Airbender over Harley Quinn. Um, yes. Yeah, I'll give a weekly update. I'll happily give a weekly update. Do maybe, it. I'll, maybe I'll even do a couple um, reactions. If anybody knows of like some super popular Should we episodes, watch it? Maybe Should we watch it together. I can't do that, Brian, with our schedules. That's not okay. literally together, but like oh. set like, okay, let's finish this by the end of this. Um, I'd rather you watch Vox Machina, if I'm being honest. You need to watch Vox Machina. That's because you want to do it on your own. That's no, it's because you I need just... to watch freaking Vox Machina, Brian. Maybe I finished it and just didn't tell you. Full roar. We tr- Brian, we tried to do that at Battlestar, and then there was a lull, and I just finished it. So, Full and you roar. still haven't yeah. finished um, it. Watch Vox Machina, excuse Brian. me. 
that's because you guys decided to stop watching it and then we're like oh, okay let's just finish it without telling brian again schedules don't line again, up properly brian so i'm not going to commit to doing it together that's just not possible um, but yeah andy uh if if there's any major popular episodes for avatar ones that are like complete standouts dm me on twitter uh discord maybe i'll do some reactions for the patreon maybe i'll do that I'll, I'll sit and i'll sit in front and watch them for you guys and we'll do that but i don't know so you guys gotta let me know before i start watching it so let me know and we'll do that um i'm on twitter instagram tiktok at qui-gon jake two ends because someone else took it before i did check out our patreon uh brand new month which means brand new content q a is going to be coming out uh later this week and then you will also see a poll either tomorrow or wednesday for bar trivia uh the poll for bar trivia is going to be coming out and so you guys get to vote that vote on that and let us know which uh, movies we'll be doing trivia on. So check that out. Of course, we have the Discord as well. Great people, great community. We appreciate you all. Uh, join us tomorrow for the Last of Us discussion, episode four. We'll be live at five o'clock Pacific right here on the channel. But for now, we appreciate you all. Stay safe, and we'll catch you guys next time. Bye.